0: I'm your host, Autumn Champong. On this podcast, I will share stories from my life and conversations with friends about living on mission in the in-between spaces of life. We all know that in seasons of joy and sorrow, excitement and fear, worry and peace, the both and, God can use and grow us in some pretty beautiful ways. I hope you will join in listening as we go on a journey through the in-between together. week's episode, I will be chatting with two of my friends from college. We spent four years together at Hope International University and participated in all kinds of fun activities together, including a lot of choirs and plays and a women's singing group called Sanctified. It's been such a blessing to continue to call them friends over the years since we graduated, but also to see their friendship blossom and grow over the years i'm excited to get to share a little bit about being intentional in friendship with my friends joy simpson and jessica perry now this episode was a bit lengthy and because we both wanted to feature it on each of our podcasts we are going to be sharing part one today on my podcast the storied in between podcast part two will come out this friday december 9th on joy and jessica's podcast we Digress with Joy and Jess. So we are keeping you on pins and needles. Make sure that once you finish up part one, you head over to Joy and Jessica's podcast and take a listen to the completion of the episode over there. You can find their podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. A note for the audio, this podcast is recorded in my home at the City of Refuge Ministries Children's Village Campus. With that comes the challenge of sometimes wavering internet connection and the background noises of chickens and children. Enjoy! Welcome Jessica and Joy to the Storied In Between podcast! Hi! Hi. We're so excited! excited. I know, I'm so happy to have you here! (laughs) Um, But we're in a series on intentional relationships. And which means how we as believers can build godly and encouraging relationships with others. And mm. I thought of you guys when I when I thought of just having an having a conversation about intentional relationships on building friendship. Because you guys have been a such a godly example of um, mm. building intentional friendship over time. So wow. tell us a little tell us a little bit about yourselves and who you are and where you live and what you do. <laughs>
1: Oh gosh. Go for it, Jess.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. So um, <laughs> I am Southern California, born and raised uh, in the playground is where, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, no. So in the uh, border of Southern California, we all met at Hope International University in Fullerton back yes. more years ago than we're going to um, care to admit. <laughs> Publicly and... announced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the gray hairs indicate. Uh, no, but the, um, and then um, I lived in Orange County until about a year ago and then mm-hmm. moved mm-hmm. out to the uh, southeastern coast of Georgia. I almost said Florida for some reason. It's not <laughs> Florida. I've never You're lived like in Florida. you like, I don't live in Florida. <laughs> i live like two hours from florida but um no and so over the years um you know i've i've worked in ministry mostly and then Mm -hmm. um the last couple years have have been a little detour and sojourn in kind of semi-ministry working back again for hope international university and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and so and then joy and i in the last it's been three years two years i think it's three three years um Mm -hmm. we've sort of come together we have been friends ever since we were roommates in college um and we have maintained a friendship and it's had its like ebb and flow of season Mm -hmm. um Mm in the last three or four years um joy and i have really um began to dream together about some ministry possibilities and things that god was laying on our hearts Mm -hmm. and so we have a podcast we digress with joy and jess um and We have some other ministry things that are in the works as far as uh, women's conferences that we're someday, we promise, Scouts Honor, going to put together. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. And in the meantime, um, I'll let her talk more about this, but Joy's written a book and we've done Mm -hmm. some projects together and stuff like that. So um, just, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I am. And then Joy, your half of this is?
1: I'm joy with an I <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the co-hosts of we digress with joy and Jess with Jessica. Um, like she said, we met, we all met 20 years ago and, um, <laughs> at hope international university. Um, since then I have done various things from, uh, singing in professional classical music groups to, mm-hmm. uh, being in a recording a gospel group, um, called mm-hmm. Esther. Um, mm-hmm we've been on tour doing things like that. Um, also with all of that going on, I've been a music and theater teacher at Loyola Village Elementary here in Los Angeles, California, where I am from um, and still currently live. Um, I am a minister. Um, I am a motivational speaker. Um, just mentioned I, re- I wrote a book called Beauty Flaw: The New Definition of Beauty that um, describes my journey with Uh, self-love and understanding the love of God um, Mm -hmm. and how to embrace how being different. Um, So one of the things we have in the works, I'll just say this, that we're working on a children's version of that and um, that's that's in the works. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, And some other projects, you know, like she mentioned, we've both been in ministry so long that Mm -hmm. we kind of had this conversation that we know what works and what doesn't work and not that we are better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. We just know um, how to be more, um, sensitive to, um, women who really desire relationship with God, but also desire relationship with other women in ministry. And so that's kind of where our focus in the conferences and things like that, that'll Mm -hmm. be coming up. So yeah, that's me.
0: (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is great. Um, so we all met at HOPE, We were in the music department together. We sang in a music group together, Sanctified.
1: Sanctified, the
0: (laughs) touring ladies group. We were like the you know college age Point of Grace, Um, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) did mostly Point of Grace, and And we we did mostly Point of Grace. Yeah, (laughs) back in the day, there were of options. All right, (laughs) yeah, that's true. Come on, there were were so many limited options. There were very limited options
1: right I I mean, I point of grace song. was really what we had right <laughs> yeah
0: that and avalon and i have Avalon right. song yes. that we did that was a natalie grant song that and this course yeah. was, i didn't know how to do any of this stuff yet but i arranged yeah. a three-part harmony and it was like
1: yeah
0: it did. so we do long
1: her franklin one too or was that quiet <laughs> yeah
0: free no we did free free yep. yeah yep. one yep. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so. to this day there are still people that kind of be like oh man remember that song free abby van Womer it's like really like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> was, wow i mean it's a great song it's a, it's it's a, a really one. great song and you're right it was one of the the ones that people really did love to hear sanctified mm-hmm. that and um my jesus i love thee or at least oh, that was one of my favorites that was so pretty do. yes <laughs> with us, well you so. could
0: just hear all the harmonies on all of that it was so yeah. sweet that one was really sweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just so much estrogen Yeah, (laughs) it It was a lot you You know know what's
1: funny though you hear a lot of those kind of things when you have women's groups and things like that and how they don't get along even from secular to a lot Mm -hmm. of even gospel groups and ccm female groups they break up because there's always a lot of um female tension going on mm-hmm. and you always hear them, you know, um, I've even heard interviews where, yeah, we were just having misunderstandings or miscommunication on mm-hmm. what we really wanted. So we decided to separate. And the reality is people don't stop to learn how to communicate properly yeah. in order yeah. to, I mean, our, our difference was we were very young and yeah. this was something really new and we were doing it not yeah. only for God, but for the college. So in the group, mm-hmm. we had to represent our Jesus, ourselves and the school, yep.
0: you yep. know? And so yep. it
1: was at times a lot of pressure, which I think kind of went into some of those little cat fights that would happen on occasion. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, I've realized that it was really just how we communicated and not understanding yeah. that we don't all communicate the same way and being yep. offended by someone else's form of communication. And yeah. once I learned that it's just helped me better, I think in relationships and friendships in general. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 I mean, the, the wonders that maturity can do to you, you know. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) Truthfully, yeah. Uh, Who would have thought it? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I was thinking like, um, besides Sanctified, what were some of your memories of, well, even with Sanctified, what are some of your memories of like us together? Some of the fun things that we did with the, with the different groups, the different choirs that we were a part of um, oh my goodness, we, like, we had so many. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Oh, yeah. how, how are we intentional of bu- in building friendship early on? Because, I mean, it's been 20, years, you know? So, <laughs> well, you know, There was you know, a foundation things, somewhere. There was. But, right. you know, I think it was one of those things where when you are in the beginning of a relationship, sometimes you don't have to be intentional about building it. Because, mm-hmm. especially in a circumstance like we all found ourselves in, where we were just kind of dumped mm-hmm. into this world together yeah Um, yeah and we happened to be we were all freshmen together we were all music Mm -hmm. major or music Mm -hmm. department people together we were all Mm -hmm. on tour together we were Mm -hmm. in the same you know two halls of school together Mm -hmm. you know kind of thing right Mm -hmm. and i think that there was just there was some um if we we began by accident As Mm -hmm. you know, you might say, but I think over the years, kind of those intentionality, the intentionality has to come from that. It doesn't start there, but it has to grow. And I, you know, I'll be the first to admit that intentionality in relationships is not my strong suit. Like I am just Mm. too scattered and pulled in too many different directions. And so Mm -hmm. like my intentionality looks different than other people's. Um, Mm -hmm. and I have to, I have to create boundaries for myself or like Mm -hmm. for myself, the mm-hmm. fact that I can schedule text messages now, game changer, game <laughs> yeah. changer for me because <laughs> I can do this while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. Cause I'm always yeah. thinking about it at an inconvenient time. And now that I'm right, right for time zone, then literally everybody else that I know practically is like, yeah awful so it's like, I'll be like yeah oh, i'm gonna text somebody oh it's five o'clock in the morning for them like that doesn't work <laughs> you know so i understand that very well <laughs> I, right you do, right yeah right so it's like uh, finding ways to be intentional i think for us at the beginning at least there was there was just that youthful mm-hmm. stupidity yeah <laughs> <laughs> At life, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, like we you're on, on your right. own. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And, and that carries you fairly far you know, yeah. when you're in college <laughs> mm-hmm. and then like after you, I remember finishing up college and we all kind of went our separate ways mm-hmm. and that the first couple of weeks you know, we weren't in the dorms anymore and we weren't going to come back. And it was like, it was different. We'd all graduated. And I was oh, like, yeah. What do I do with my life now? Like, where am I? Right. seriously, like, it was a big deal. Yeah. Yes, yes. that adjustment
1: yeah. was mm-hmm. very interesting and very different. And you yeah. know, I I've always told people, um, though I learned about music in college, I didn't learn too much more than I already knew, and that's not to be cocky. But what I did learn was how to build friendships and right. how to, um, really. Opened myself up it wasn't until Mm -hmm. after college where I went back into my my non-confident shell because I went from being like this medium to large fish in a small pond Mm -hmm. to coming back into the Los Angeles area where everybody sings Mm -hmm. everybody's a worship leader everybody's a minister everybody's this everybody's that and Mm -hmm. it it kind of made me go back into a show because I realized mm. after writing, I was like, I wasn't always like this. I was like that in high school. Right, yeah. College opened me up and then mm-hmm. I went back into that right. show. And mm. um, I remember actually the way I started college um, and how I pretty much met most of you is you guys got wind that my grandfather had passed, like
0: mm. when I moved on campus yes. mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm.
1: So I moved on campus and then my, my mom had to rush to Fresno, um, Mm -hmm. to be with my grandmother and my dad, I mean, my grandfather and my, my uncles. And, um, I don't even remember which one first, but that hall kind of just started wrapping around me. Yeah. Gathering around. Kind of started, you know, trickling and hearing like, oh, her grandfather passed away. And I was very Mm -hmm. close to my grandfather. He was like my uh, second dad, basically, you know, Mm -hmm. and so um that was that was my introduction to you guys like really because Mm. i didn't really know anybody at the school yeah i came to hope because i was afraid to go to a big school yeah and that's the reality
0: of it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i I was
1: afraid to leave i was afraid to go to a large school i figured Mm -hmm. they had a really good music program i knew it was Mm going to be competitive um, in a way, but I just was not, and I'm glad that I didn't go out of state because you never know what God is doing. You, mm-hmm. Though it was, I thought it was my fear. It was really purposeful and intentional because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been home when my grandfather passed. Um, because right. that first week of school, I missed two days because I had to come home and deal with funeral stuff. And I did not want to come home. <laughs> I did. Yeah. My yeah. home was only 45 minutes away from college. So <laughs> yeah, it was, like, I it was am a, in school I, come know, on. I was like I'm not going but um I had to deal with that <laughs> and you guys were really yeah there and I don't even know if you you realized that and so mm-hmm. as, over the years um in school, I think it became intentional for me to get to know these people who had this kind heart to mm-hmm. be there for me, not knowing me. And mm-hmm. one of the fun memories I have is one of my birthdays. I think I was when I, my first birthday in college, it was, a, and we went to BJ's because I was obsessed with BJ's at the time and we I all mean, got dressed up, <laughs> right? We got dressed uh-huh. up and we went and we had this long table on the patio. Remember? Mm-hmm. And it was like yes. a whole bunch of us. And that was a really good time. So I think, you know, even though we didn't know it was intentional, we were being intentional by just allowing each other and are these strangers in our lives um, mm-hmm. to grow and become friends. Um, mm-hmm. Did we know then we were all still be friends, you know, later on in life? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, because yeah. some relationships from college last and some don't. And oh, yeah. so who, you know, who would have thought it. So I believe it was intentional in a way that God was being intentional, whether we Mm -hmm. were being intentional or not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think too the environment of hope, like living on campus, that environment provided a lot of like safety to have Mm -hmm. communal relationships and a lot of opportunities to like have Vulnerable relationships have like deeper relationships than yeah. what I'd previously experienced. I had great relationships in high school, but I don't think they were super vulnerable. And um, when I look at my experience in college, I look at almost every single one of my friendships at some point in time experienced this huge depth, partially mm-hmm. just the environment provided opportunities. You you know you're you're doing life with people. You're living next right. door to them or in their rooms with them. You're seeing them at their worst, like what you're saying, in seasons that are really, right. really challenging, or in seasons that are really awesome. You're celebrating the milestones. You're you're just doing life with people, and I think that right. that changes things a little bit. Um, and because it was a an environment that really led people towards the Word of God, then you grew on multiple levels. You know, not just mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Not just right. your person, but also your spiritual life together and, um, challenge each other in a lot of different ways. So, yeah.
1: and I think respect for denominational, uh, issues because there were, yeah. though we were a non-denominational type school, as far as the doctrine of the school, there were mm-hmm. so many people with different, we had Catholic students, lots of backgrounds, had, you know, I was from a charismatic background. And mm-hmm. so the understanding of that, um, and, and learning about different things, and I, one of the assignments I really appreciated, though I hated at the time, was history of <laughs> American religion when we had to go to mm-hmm. different types yes. of denominations that yeah. aren't our own, and you got to really see and understand that people just love Jesus, mm-hmm. and though the denominations different, though some of there's some doctrinal background differences as long as the the point is leading you to jesus like i Mm -hmm. realized because growing up it was like you know catholics are not christian and the reality Mm. is they are you know Mm -hmm. but i didn't know that really until i went to hope and i sat with a few of the catholic students and they shared Mm -hmm. in my history of american (laughs) religion class and so Those things I think are intentional as well, because you are expanding your horizon in a way that you are learning how to um, be sensitive to others' um, backgrounds and understand Mm -hmm. who they are and because our backgrounds, of course, helped shape us and mold mm-hmm. us. And so though we were kind of molded in school because we were living together, we were eating together, we were, even if it wasn't on campus, we were eating somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> together. We were doing things. Yeah. This is true. It, yeah. it helped us to um, look at each other and, and have... Um, be vulnerable. Like Autumn said, be vulnerable Mm -hmm. to each other and our needs and our backgrounds and understanding. So I think that was really cool. That was one of my favorite things though, honestly, looking back, Mm -hmm. just learning those different things.
0: And so, yeah, yeah, that was
1: one of my favorite experiences because it was, it was learning. It prepared me for ministry, I think. I I Mm -hmm. believe it truly did prepare me for ministry in a way that Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting because I can have conversations with people of different denominations and whether Mm -hmm. we agree or disagree on doctrinal issues, we all agree that we love
0: Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing that was super foundational to me too, Joy. Like, I don't know if you remember, but the gospel choir went and visited your church. Oh yes. I remember. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, Holy Ghost Roller Church, and I had <laughs> never been in a charismatic church in right. my life. And yeah, like,
1: I'm sure that was baptism by fire.
0: <laughs> but you know what? I loved it because people afterwards were super open to asking questions and answering questions. And right. it wasn't like um, uh, like that was scary, we don't talk about it, or that was like, Whoa, what was, you know, it was like, let's ask questions. What did we see? What did we experience? What did we, right. what did we see God do that was maybe different from other people's experiences? Yeah. And that actually, that day set me on a journey to come to know the person of the Holy Spirit. Because I feel like growing wow. up in the church that I did, we weren't taught to know the personhood of the Holy Spirit. And mm. it it was a long process and it kind of you know, lots of different people along the way, um, that, that helped to answer some of those questions and kept bringing me back to scripture. But, you know, eventually it brought me to Ghana where Mm -hmm. there is not a single church here. That's not charismatic. Like the Catholic churches are charismatic. Every church is charismatic. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so it, if I hadn't had some of those experiences along the way and just come straight out of my youthful, like, uh, like ignorance or whatever, I would have, I don't know if I could have stuck it out here because I wouldn't have understood Mm. who the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit was. And then there's been times when I've questioned things that have happened here and they've brought about good conversations. It's brought about like really Mm. important dialogue about, um, oppression and possession, like, And, you know, spiritual oppression Mm -hmm. and possession about Mm -hmm. the, you know, the spiritual uh, landscape that we live in Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the the warfare that is battled in certain areas and certain land. And so it's been really interesting conversations for me that I probably wouldn't have been able to have if I hadn't opened the door to that, you know, first experience and not felt like it, like people weren't there to actually have conversations to help explain what I saw and what I witnessed and what I was a part of. Um, That's so so, awesome. Yeah. I'm so grateful that I had that experience because it really did teach me a lot about who God was. That's awesome.
1: I love that. I truly love hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love
0: it.
1: I'm a big fan of the Holy Spirit. So (laughs)
0: yeah, same, (laughs) same. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a huge fan. And I, I, I love that. Good. Well, and
0: even Joy and I have been, and as I have been over the past couple of years, on a, on a journey of encountering the Holy Spirit in a different way than I had mm-hmm. been before. And it, and I mm-hmm. think, kind of along those same lines, it wasn't that I had never encountered the Holy Spirit before, or wasn't mm-hmm. engaged, or believed in the power of the Holy Spirit, things like that. But I began to just, I wanted to, I wanted to have an openness to the Holy Spirit operating in a different way than I. Had historically or traditionally would have thought that he he might yeah and yeah. so and so joy and I and you can hear this in on our podcast we've had her mom on to talk about it a couple of times I have just to loved kind of, those episodes they've like, been just oh, so awesome. good for me <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> well but it's but it's it's good to ask those questions because yes. I want to let go of my my tradition because to me my tradition is rooted in in what I I believe to be true sure about scripture and the things about mm-hmm, that but I also mm-hmm. know that if I'm never challenging my own perceptions and beliefs about what scripture says, then I'm mm-hmm. just in an echo chamber mm-hmm. of my own thoughts and God is right. not God anymore. He's just my perception. Of him. And so right, yeah. I want to make sure that I'm giving God the space and the opportunity to work in my life in a new mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah. So that I understand it. And so it's funny that you mentioned being on that journey there. I mean, I'm sure you see it on a billion times more. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. visceral This <Scale. laughs> Yeah. Then I, I do, but, but even, you know, even we, I, we find ourselves right now, we just, the church that we are in is um, recently exodus exodist from the United Methodist Church. Um, and so mm-hmm. it, it's it's a different tradition and history there, too, even mm-hmm.
1: than from mm-hmm. what I've
0: been used to. Yeah. So it's, right. and, I, and I think all of those conversations and those experiences really did mm-hmm. have their genesis in the time that we all spent together at Hope. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we've had to be intentional about... Not just leaving those experiences there, but bringing right. them into our lives. now, 20-odd yeah. years yeah. later. You yeah. know, they had their roots there, but they, they are finding their, they their, and yeah. their width and their depth yes. here and now yes. as yeah. we are all yeah. rapidly approaching middle age.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is still a shock to me. It's rude. Do you understand, like...
0: We have so much murmuring <laughs> under our breath. You know what's funny is I
1: actually I am like one of those like, hey, I'm forty, I'm bold, and it's really funny because one of my I said something the other like, day. It's a great age and I said I'm forty, and my students were all like gasping, and I'm like, What was the gasp? And they're like, Yeah, you don't look forty. I said, Rick, Well, hmm. praise the Lord. Like Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm glad they're like, We thought you were only like 30 or 32 and then here's what gets me though. My mom's younger than you. I don't care. I don't care. that your <laughs> I know, mom right? Can okay, you can just be quiet now.
0: Okay. We're you can, done can with stop this talking. Conversation. <laughs> you were doing so well. and then, We yeah. were doing good
1: until that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I yeah. feel like it's great that God has graced us to be the ages we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are still have activity of our limbs. Minds sometimes don't want to work, but they still work. And we have our right minds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And well, there's a lot of people, well, just on occasion, <laughs> me on occasion too. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know that this is, is why that's we work ever well been together. About me. But it's, it's, it's an honor and a privilege because, I'm a firm believer in purpose. And Mm -hmm. I always say, if we are still having breath in our bodies and we're still Mm -hmm. moving and we have, you know, the mind to go, then we're going to keep going and keep doing and building what God wants us to do because there's purpose. If there was no more purpose in our lives, if there was no more need for us to be here, God would be like, okay, you can come home now. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I rejoice in that because Mm -hmm. obviously there's still work to do. And, um, I know people my age who didn't make it to this age, you know. Yeah, who yeah. should have been, you know, in their forties, their middle age, their forties and forty ones. They didn't make it here, but thanks be to God that we did. And so, mm-hmm. though it's hilarious, I we're like, Meh. we are not, we're not ashamed, guys. We're really- no,
0: <laughs> no, because it. I mean, all these years, Jess have- is like
1: maybe a little
0: bit. <laughs> it's like. Eh. No. Well, I think all, I think all these years have built us to who we are. If we if we missed right. any of them, you know, very true. We wouldn't be part of who who we are. Well, and I think I think each of us would look at our stories and would acknowledge that there's a, that our stories. None of us have a story that turned out the way we thought it would twenty five years ago.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> That's <for> like sure. <laughs> we not remotely in this slightest. Absolutely not. And yeah. um, and I think part of. Part of my struggle with hitting 40, which is coming up in a few weeks, is like just this um, awareness that life is very different from what I thought it was going to be and mm-hmm. processing that in my life and going, okay, it's okay. I mean, and it's it's both good and bad things. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, know, there, there are things in my life that are wonderful and that I am so incredibly grateful for that I mm-hmm. never would have thought. I never, why would I move to Georgia? That's why yeah. there's no reason. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and then on the other side, there there are difficult and painful things that you know are in my life for that same thing. And I think we all right. have those seasons where we go, okay, what is what does this look like? What is what is life 2.0 look like when it's not the mm. the plan A that I had set out for 20 years yeah. ago? You know, when we were yeah. all fresh faced college kids, and you talked mm-hmm. about this autumn, like you know, finishing up school and trying to get your credential, and then trying to get like your license like all this stuff and you're mm-hmm, just sitting there trying mm-hmm. to go how how does life the turns that life takes yeah are, can be feel so dark um, sometimes <laughs> they can and, and even yeah. when they're not dark they just feel it's a lot like it's a lot to process yeah. and you have to like yeah reframe your brain half the time mm-hmm, you know?
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah i agree i
0: think too what you're saying what you're saying is <clears throat> really good because I think there's so much tension in each season of life that we face right. with like yeah. the both and. That's what I'm realizing yeah. at 40 is like, right. th- that's what grows us is that we're not we're not just one thing. We're never yeah. just one thing. Right. We're never yeah. just, there is not a season in my life as I look back that was 100% joyful. Like right. I look at my yeah. dating right. time with Richard and it was extremely painful <laughs> Um, Just because I was working through all my own junk when I'm trying to learn how to accept love from a man that loves me fully. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. This is so painful for me. It should have been this hugely joyful season, but Mm -hmm. it was really challenging for me. But man, did it grow me because then it got me to a place where I could love more fully. I could look at my children and love more fully. You know, it, every season is this, this bull fan. And I think if we, just think of life as, you know, one, right one thing, then we don't, we don't, we can't really grow because it's the both yeah. things that, that grow us. Well, and, I and love that. It's in yeah. that both. And that I think it equips us to have the relationships with other people because, mm-hmm. you know, joy and I can have these conversations because most of our conversations happen by Facebook messenger these days. And it's, <laughs> We have these conversations throughout the day that deal with the, the minutia of the day to day, um, but that also deal with the macro of the big challenges of the family health struggles of the Mm -hmm. caring for a grandparent, you know, who has health Mm -hmm. issues of Mm -hmm. the struggles of moving across the country or moving across the, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's those, Mm -hmm. those, that awareness of the nuance of Mm -hmm. our existence Mm -hmm. That allows yeah. us to be able to be in relationship and fellowship with each other because if we don't acknowledge the both, and we can ha- keep very surface level friendships. Yes, like how we well, say, yeah. like you know, the kind of our standard Western greeting, "How are you today?" Oh, I'm fine. How are you? you know, yeah. And there's yeah. never any right. depth in it,
1: and there's no yeah. intentionality in right. that type of a relationship when you yeah. just. I mean, there are people that we have in our lives that we're like, "Hey, how you doing?" "Hi, like, how's your day going?" But when the conversations are truly um real and going back to Mm -hmm. vulnerability then Mm -hmm. that's where you know this is an intentional friendship that i am not only caring for but Mm -hmm. it's also something that helps me grow Mm -hmm. Um, and i think all relationships if they're worth being in and if they're intentional um should help you grow somewhere Mm -hmm. it should Mm -hmm. challenge you Um, when it needs to be challenging, it should embrace you when you need to have that moment of being embraced and being loved and cared for whether it's Mm -hmm. friendship or whether it's a spousal thing, whatever it is, every relationship you should be able to grow, but that also means you should be teachable and willing to grow as well. Um, I've had friends or associates in the past where they are at a cap and they don't want to see past where they are. And mm-hmm. that frustrates you internally, because mm-hmm. not only do you want them to grow, but you can see in a sense that where God wants them to be and they're fighting against it. And you have yeah. to realize that that fight <clears throat> isn't even yours. That's between mm-hmm. them and God. And so you um, have to, I think there's intentionality and in backing away too. Um, yes. There's yeah. um, There's true yeah. intentionality and <laughs> in backing away as well, because mm-hmm. we don't want to be in I, I, I've learned the hard way being in relationships that don't belong to me, Right. whether it's yeah. a boyfriend or friendships, whatever I've, I've mm-hmm. learned the hard way. I have been on the ground. I have been crying. I have been, I think I've hit rock bottom a couple of times and because of those types <laughs> of situations and it's yeah. when finally God's like, okay, how much more are you going to take for yourself? And yep. you have to wake up and realize that this is not for me. This is, mm-hmm. I deserve better even in friendships because Mm -hmm. you deserve to have someone truly love you and know you and get to know you for who you are and Mm -hmm. give you the room to grow. And I think that was one of the issues that I've had with some friendships in the past. It was keeping me even at where I was. And then when I Mm -hmm. started growing and being more confident and doing these things, like, who are you now? What is this person? Like, and it was, it was challenging because I'm like, I'm the same me, but I'm better. Like I smile more. Like I'm speaking up for myself. Like, why yeah. is this not a good
0: thing? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I, I just saw a quote and I think it was, it's a Lisa Chirquist and I'm, I'm going to totally butcher it. But basically the gist of the quote was that don't, don't give people access who are not worthy mm. of caring for you in that access. If that Mm -hmm. may, and 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 basically what she's, what she was saying by that is don't allow people to speak into your life or to be close to you or to have the access, the intimate access when Mm -hmm. they don't prove themselves worthy of being in that position, um, or capable or trustworthy in that. And, and I Mm -hmm. think it's really valuable because, you know, I look at a relationship like, like you and I, Autumn, like Mm -hmm. we, we don't talk every day. We talk. Right a couple times a month, maybe, or a week, mm-hmm. depending on the season, it, it kind of ebbs and flows. When we're in town, yeah. when you're in town, we try to get together, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not that very, very super close. Like it would have been super years ago. Yep. And right. yet because mm-hmm. we have right. been friends for so long and because we, mm-hmm. um, we trust each other, we trust, uh-huh. you know, the, the insight that the other has, we mm-hmm. can have deep vulnerable conversations that mm-hmm. are compact and grief right. mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Uh, and, and highly impactful mm-hmm. because we're both worthy of that space in the other person. But we, but we understand mm-hmm. that the relationship fits the season and the purpose that it's in, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That, and that's a, that's an, a needed and necessary conversation because there are conversations right. that you and I can have that like joy and I can't have, or that you and joy mm-hmm. can't I mean, and those are okay exactly conversations yeah. Yeah. To mm-hmm. Have. Mm-hmm. It, we, we, I get, we think we get into this mindset where it has to be all or nothing. Where yeah. somebody has to be like my dearest, closest, nearest friend,
1: and mm-hmm. I don't talk
0: to anybody else in the world but them. Yes. And that doesn't always work. You know, there there mm-hmm. are seasons and ebb and flow in relationship, and we have to give people space and grace Yeah. to find that season and that position in that. Um, and then understand that some people, there are going to be limitations to a relationship. And that's right. not a bad thing. Like, sometimes <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a healthy, boundaries good matter. thing. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. and yes. But, but not try to force relationships to be something that they are not going to right. be. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, the wisdom of middle age is, yes. I think it, it totally true. is. True. like, because when you're in college, everybody's oh, we're best friends and we're going to be best mm-hmm. friends forever. Yeah. And I just love you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in fact, right. relationship doesn't carry because it never grows deeper. It's right. the ones yes. that are forged yes. over time and, and with difficulty and good and bad
1: and right. and both
0: and yep. or
1: you know that's what i yep and I think a good example I mean Jessica and I though we've been friends since we for 20 plus years there was a season where we weren't talking every day like we talk now oh yeah every mm-hmm. day yep. there was a season mm-hmm. where it wasn't that I didn't think I can call on Jess I could still call her and let her know like hey we could have conversations yeah. um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until three four years ago where God just kind of mended us back together as if we were back and being roommates. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We started talking about our dreams and our hopes and our desires. And that led to intentional conversations about what are we going to do about it? And I just happened to mention the book, I think one day to Jess, and she's like, okay, let's get some pictures done. I was like, huh? And (laughs) I went out to her and we got pictures done. And those are the pictures Mm -hmm. that you see in the book. Those are all Jessica. Um, I can literally say something in her, and she thinks it's always me that I she says stuff, and I'm like, "All right, let's go." But Mm -hmm. I can, I have a thought or a vision in my head, and Mm -hmm. she immediately makes a logo or makes a picture for Mm -hmm. it or whatever the case is. puts it into action. and she puts it into action, although she thinks it's the other way around. But I think it's kind of both on both <laughs> hands, honestly. It just happens. Depends on who has the most knowledge on that particular thing. Right, right.
0: <laughs> but that's how it works. It's-
1: and that's yeah. how it works. And yeah. so God kind of brought us back to this this, this intentional relationship, though it's always been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This season that we're in right now has been one of the best. God brought mm-hmm. Jessica back when so sweet. she didn't even know... That i needed a just in my life again yeah like
0: yeah if that makes
1: any sense like she yeah. knows what i'm talking about now but at the time mm-hmm. i did not realize i was going through so much spiritual warfare and battle mm-hmm. and friendship issues and a lot of those things and jessica not only jessica but her husband were both mm-hmm. there for me um mm-hmm. in a way that i was not expecting um and it was really intentional and it wasn't like i was being intentional or even just was being intentional god was being intentional and yeah, i've shared that. this story mm-hmm. on our on our podcast before um i went to a vision board party some years ago and mm-hmm. um it was christian based like we did the visions and um, we prayed over the vision board and we talked about how some of these things wouldn't happen within that year or the next year. But, you know, these are things that God knows are on our hearts and he will eventually do in time. So that was something that we believe and we have faith to do. And we had someone that was there who prayed over all of us. Um, and her name is Prophetess Keisha. She and I like talk still. And she said to me, and I my mind went blank, like, who could this be, Lord? And she said, you're going to catch up with someone who is not african-american they're going to it looks like they're a white person they are going to help you get to where you need to go they're going to help you build Mm -hmm. ministry in a way that you weren't expecting they're going to do this 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 and this i looked back like two years ago and i realized oh my god it's jessica like like (laughs) the whitest I person on the planet i remember the, <laughs> the prophetic word that yeah, god had given me yeah, yeah. like yeah. five six years ago and within yeah. a few years later going through a trial jessica mm-hmm. enters back into that area of my life and I, I realized like as we're working on the book and we're doing stuff and i'm like it's jess like
0: That's who it is <laughs>
1: Yes. oh my gosh that's, that's amazing she had reached out the keisha had reached out to me and she said i noticed that you're doing this 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 and this i remember praying over you and saying mm. this this this, and this and that is the girl and i said oh my god you're right really that's her. you're you
0: right you that's that
1: part. i thought i told you that part no, okay yeah she totally funny. she was like this is what i that's saw really you cool. doing and this is that's what i saw funny. God doing and i was just like shut up like mm-hmm. and jessica has enhanced my life in so many ways Mm -hmm. um pushing me to really be the person that i'm called to be and it's been a journey like i wrote a christmas book eight years ago almost and Jess the other day was like, I didn't know really realize it was finished. I was like, yeah, I just need an illustrator. She was like, let's just find some graphics and put it together. And she created these cute little characters. Like she enhances my life in so many ways. And she brings to fruition things that I see that God has shown me that we're supposed mm-hmm. to do and she makes it happen. And I know it's because he's using her and the gifts that he's given her, whether she realizes it or not, sometimes that these are some of the gifts that he's given her to not only be in my life, but to enhance kingdom. Because what mm-hmm. she does, she doesn't only do it for me. She does it for others and she does it with her whole heart and giving yep. and without anything in return. She doesn't ever ask for anything. She mm-hmm. just wants to do what she can with her hands so that God is pleased with her. And that is such an honor to be in a relationship and to be in a friendship and to be in a partnership with someone like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm all embarrassed now. (laughs) 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 Well, I was thinking, you know, like when I was younger, what intentional relationships looked like to me was a lot of codependency. And I Mm. was in Mm. a lot of, Codependent relationships that weren't healthy for me. Like you were saying, Joy, where it was like, I'm doing a lot of work here for somebody to not give back one little bit. But yeah. as I've grown older, the the friendships that have stuck around, the ones that I've been able to, you know, <laughs> let go of, and then the ones that have stuck around are the ones mm-hmm. that are exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They have a purpose greater than just our friendship, first of all.
1: Mm -hmm. We're, we're
0: doing something kingdom related together. There's, there's depth of relationship in faith and, Mm -hmm. and in, you know, our personal, personal lives. And you've seen each other over seasons of time and walked through things together. And I think Mm -hmm. that just, that deepens that relationship. I think that's exactly what you're talking about. Deep relationships yeah. don't happen when you're 20 years old because you haven't experienced enough life and you don't have yeah. the health of a 40-year-old <laughs> to be able to say, right, I don't want that codependent relationship. I want somebody that's that's a partner in my life and uh-huh. can do life with me and can challenge me and can encourage me and can grow me and can make me better uh-huh. and I can also make them better. So I, I think that's a wonderful word for Jess because I think that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I see for both of you. I see I yeah. see that in you too. And in your friendships. It's been really sweet to watch. I I totally agree. I <laughs> and and I, I thank you for saying that. Like one of the things that as you say that, I go, Well, I know that I I have to constantly overcome my own codependent tendencies because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love being needed. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. where I have historically found love and appreciation yeah. uh-huh. and stuff is in, in what <laughs> yeah. I can you know we are so conditioned to to yeah. equate love with what we can mm-hmm. do for others um right. and so there is such a certain amount of that I think that exists but at the same time God I think takes that and uses that and molds that into something that can be a genuine heart of service you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but if we want to get super deep I'm sure there's a part of me that is like if I do this for people they will love me more But at the other end of the the spectrum is I do things like when joy comes up with an idea, I want to see it succeed because I want to see her succeed. I believe that God has has placed a call in her life and and a skill in her life. And for you, I want to see you succeed. You know what, how can Mm -hmm. we make it happen? What are the things that I have to bring to the table that can help you fulfill Mm -hmm. the purpose that God has put in you. And that's just how God Mm -hmm. builds me like that. Mm -hmm. That's what it is Mm -hmm. for me. And there's, you know, we could get super deep and psychological about all that stuff. But (laughs) at the end of the day, I think it's really more about having open hands with all the things that we have and are um, Mm -hmm. for, for the blessing and blessing and benefit of first the kingdom, but then also Mm -hmm. those that we love and who we're in relationship with. Um, You know, we, our world would be, I think a far better place um, if our hearts were for the success of others and seeing mm-hmm. people succeed, because if mm-hmm. if everyone around us succeeds,
1: uh-huh.
0: we are going to succeed. We are mm-hmm. going to be elevated right. beyond where we are. And so it's like, you know, in, in a small way, Joy's success is my success because I know that I was there to, to help and assist her in that. And that makes me happy mm-hmm. to know that God is doing great things in her and through her. And that i could play a part in that you know but he invites yeah. us god is intentional as joyce said over and over he's intentional in relationship with us right he has demonstrated intentionality in relationship through the word through the scriptures uh through right. through his son like i mean there mm-hmm. is so much intentionality in the relationship that god has with us mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. by by us reflecting him he has invited us to to participate in his kingdom and that mm-hmm. invitation to participation is one that needs to be echoed in all of our relationships, right? Like, how yeah, do we participate yeah. in somebody else's story, not so that we get the glory or the honor for it, but so that God gets the glory and the honor in the their glory. story? Yeah. Like, yeah. that is to me. I think the the way that relationships work best is yeah. when you are modeling um, and and reflecting. Actually, not even modeling. You are reflecting what God has already modeled for for us in that he has this agape, this perfect sacrificial love for us that we turn Mm -hmm. around then and use to give back to those around us. And when we do that, it becomes less about us and our part of the story, Um, even though we might be doing or saying things, but it's like, it's about what is God doing in somebody else's story and how do I, how do I get to, to be like him in that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. I love that. I
0: love that. Okay, so I have two questions that I close out with. Okay. So the okay. first one is, in the spirit of the in-between, what is one thing that God is teaching you right now? Oh, man. In the spirit of the in-between, <laughs> I, I think for me, he is, he is teaching me that it's always, um, that as the in-between, that the in-between is journey. Right. That they're uh-huh. in between by mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nature means that they're a beginning and an end of the of the journey. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And as yeah. you near the end of the in-between in whatever season that you find yourself in, that's when it gets the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. and as you move and get closer to it, as he starts to. Bring chapters to a close, begin new chapters, whatever that looks like, um, mm-hmm. um, that. It, it almost gets harder because you're wanting to see all the things line up and they come slowly.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah. so as,
0: as they start to, to come in, that's when you have to really continue to, to trust in and, and lean in mm-hmm. and have grace for yourself. Uh, th- that's mm-hmm. been the season for me It's just having grace for myself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think that I should be so much more mature better about the circumstances that I've been through in the last yeah. two years. Um, and God is saying, no, you're fine. Like this is okay. I understand mm-hmm. like, you're operating from where you can and you're, you're doing what you can yeah. and I'm going to fill in the rest and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. that's what he's teaching me right now. Mm-hmm. That's good. That was good. <laughs> that was really good. Um, I, think,
1: um, <laughs> I, I think for me, um, the in-between, I, I agree, same journey, but um, how to trust god even more it's not that i don't Mm. trust him but Mm -hmm. um to trust what he's given to me Mm. but also trust that he will not forsake me trust Mm. that he will do all that he said and more um, Mm -hmm. and trust that he will bring me through the in-between stages that I'm in. Um, Mm -hmm. There is a lot of questions of relationship, not just friendship, but wanting to be in a relationship for marriage. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of question Mm -hmm. on um, how to of my job and whether to leave or not. Um, And it is Some of those things I am a little fearful about if I admit Mm -hmm. it to myself. So I'm learning in this season to trust him and trust Mm -hmm. um, his guidance and to truly let him lead so that I don't make some of the mistakes
0: of my past. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Tough, but good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. I love hearing that. Okay. A fun way to close things up. (laughs) <laughs> what is something that really makes you laugh? <laughs> oh, okay. So just... <laughs> okay. So this was a funny thing that happened this morning. I to give piano lessons. I have two students right now and um, brother and sister, and they are the sweetest, coolest, cutest kids. Um, but this morning we had an entire conversation about um, picking your nose and eating it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the best. Yeah, they're gross, the, but they're the best. Oh, <laughs> man. They are. She's, uh, she's. I think she's five, and she was just having a full conversation. She might be six. She Like a full conversation about, um, they said, went to the zoo. They saw a monkey do something funny, and she was laughing about it. And I said, <laughs> one time I went, and I saw picking a gorilla picking instead of eating it and then she had a cool conversation about the texture and flavor of eating your own yeah. and uh I want to tell you that I try so hard to be like a, a teacher that just that is like
1: is affirming
0: them and stuff <laughs> yeah. but when I tell you I laughed so hard in oh my today. <laughs> had nothing to do with piano but it was fun. yeah yeah that's yeah. mine's totally so, not
1: that dip. great like that's that's pretty <laughs> awesome i mean i have so many stories about my students that we could literally be here another hour but i will say um i it's actually one of my favorite tv shows right now that makes me laugh so much mm. it's so mindless and so crazy and out of there out of it that like far reach that you have to laugh and it's called ghost and it's mm. it's, the, it's about this couple who um she inherited a great aunt's like big mansion in like Connecticut area and it's like an old house mm-hmm. and it's like all these ghosts that live there from the past that died in this house and oh have my made gosh it to their final destination and it's so uh-huh. funny because it has like their different stories and what happened to them and what they're used to Yeah, somebody from the 80s you have somebody a, a viking from like <laughs> the 1700s that's awesome! It's hilarious. It has the guy from um, Pitch Perfect. I don't know if you guys ever seen Pitch Perfect, the mm-hmm. Indian guy that would rap all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. he's the oh, cool. he's the husband in the show, and he's hysterical. Oh,
0: that's, that's just funny. one of those
1: like mindless middle of the week things that yep. you just sit and watch and laugh. Like, yep. <laughs> that's literally. I just need a break.
0: Let me put yeah. that on. Yeah, it's, that's, that's what awesome. it is, and
1: it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh, this has been so good, ladies. I so loved... much fun catching up and i mean i, I know that we too. chat a great. lot anyway but it's right to see your faces and
1: get to talk I love about it. deeper this has things been great for sure for yeah. sure right yeah, right. yeah. This i is love it. thanks for having us on yes thank you so much. Yes.
0: thank you for listening to the storied in between podcast i would love for you to check out the show notes for this episode my blog and more information about this podcast on my website at www.thestoriedinbetween.com. You can find this podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the Storied In Between Podcast. Remember to check out the second part of this episode on intentional friendships over on Joy and Jessica's podcast. We digress with Joy and Jess. This Friday, December 9th, 2022. Their podcast can be found just about anywhere podcasts podcast can be found. So please give them a follow. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week as I will be finishing up this series on intentional relationships with some audio from friends and family and some thoughts and stories of my own. Let's close with this final quote by Dan Allender. So take seriously the story that God has given you to live. It's time to read your own life because your story is the one that could set us all ablaze.